want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. The reason people burn out, the reason why there is so much anxiety and stress in this country is because we are workaholics and Saturday and Sunday should be your rest days. So when you are given time to rest, take it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I've got a good one written for you guys. I always say that though. I'm a little biased, um, but I, I did enjoy writing today's episode. There's a lot of good stuff in here, so I will keep the intro short and sweet, but I did want to say thank you guys so, so, so much for over 400 thousand downloads on the show it's incredible it's crazy and i get to do what i do because of you so thank you i feel like just two seconds ago we hit 300,000 downloads and things are really starting to exponentially grow and i've started posting on tiktok more and really amping up my social media so i've definitely been um seeing lots of new faces around here so if you guys are new thank you so much for being here if you're a returning listener thank you so much for coming back every week and listening and i just love you guys so much more than you'll ever know so thank you thank you thank you my goal for the next three months is to cross over the 500,000 threshold so if you guys enjoy the show please be sure to share it with a friend or leave a rate and a review and that just helps more people find and listen to the show I also realized that I'm like number 39, I think, on Apple Podcast education um, self-improvement charts, which is crazy. So thank you guys so much for that. It's just really cool to start to see things kind of take off in the best way. So I truly cannot say thank you enough. I'm such a milestone celebrator. I will literally celebrate any milestone that I possibly can. And I know that it gets annoying. I feel like I celebrate some sort of milestone every time I, I hit record and, and turn on the mic, but but that's just kind of the type of person that I am, like to be annoying um, because this is my podcast and I can do, do what I want. Um, we're coming up on six months tomorrow of me moving to Annapolis and being in my job and stuff. So it's like just crazy how fast time flies and how much can happen in six months. I definitely don't live in the past, but I love to glance in the rear view and just check in and see how far we've come. So maybe I'll do like a six months in my job slash like having moved out of my parents' house 
reflection maybe that would be like a fun episode i don't know i'm kind of just thinking out loud one thing that i did want to just put a bug in your ear about next week i'm going to do a monthly q a episode i realized that i had not done a monthly q a since april so maybe this is like a quarterly q a episode um but this one's gonna be all about dating relationships hookups boys advice regarding that kind of stuff so if you guys have questions please send them my way if you guys have scenarios that you want advice about please send them my way i do q a's on my instagram stories and recently i've gotten a lot of boy advice questions and they've been super super fun to answer i'm not going to sit here and tell you that i give the best relationship advice but i do take an interest in psychology and communications specifically when it comes to relationships. Like I wrote an entire paper when I was working on my communications degree um, about relationships and communications and how females communicate differently than males and vice versa. So I find that stuff really, really interesting. So if you guys want to submit your dating slash relationship whatever we're gonna do a advice column for next week's episode so submit those now and i will try to answer as many as i can in that episode you guys can just send me a dm to my personal instagram which is lily rayco or you can send it to the podcast instagram which is at 8020pod you can also follow me on tiktok i've been posting tons and tons of stuff there like little day in my life vlogs and fun little recaps of things that are happening and it's super casual and it's just fun little videos to go watch and i also do like sound bites from the episodes and all that stuff i'm not sure what the logistics of this would look like but i think that it would be really cool to do some sort of book club or book sharing situation on the podcast because i've been super into reading lately it's taken me a while to come around to reading before bed but i don't know why i didn't start sooner i know i'm always looking for good book recommendations i'm not really big into fiction and this is my problem i'm constantly looking for like a self-help book because that's just the genre that i lean towards and you can only give yourself so much help before you start to feel like you're doing everything wrong. And so for like two weeks maybe, I kind of just took off of reading because I couldn't find a good fiction book that I liked. And I just read Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins and I loved it. And that wasn't, I don't know, that wasn't like your typical self-help book. It was super interesting and super motivating and I really liked it and oftentimes I do this thing where I will buy a bunch of books and then they'll just sit on my shelf and I won't read them or I'll read like half of it and never finish it so that was the f first book that I finished in a long time and I was really excited by it and I didn't know like what else to read because I enjoyed it so much and so, like I said, I took like two weeks off of reading, but then just the other day I was about to head down to the pool and I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of being on my phone. I'm just going to go to my bookshelf and I'm just going to pick something up. And I ended up picking up 10% Happier by Dan Harris. And I read this book probably like two years ago, but I only got halfway through and never finished it. And I'm like... 35 40 pages in and i'm really 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 enjoying it and i didn't remember enjoying it this much when i read it two years ago this is your friendly reminder 
to go back to your bookshelf and pick up a book that you told yourself that you were going to read and only read half of it or never have read before you buy a new book. So I would love to do like a little, I guess, book review. I don't know. I don't want to feel like I'm writing a full book report, but it's just fun to like share book racks. I don't know. But anyway, all this to say, I think that it'd be fun to start some sort of book club where we all read the same thing and then somehow we all talk about it. But I don't know how I would sit here and talk about a book by myself if we're all reading it together and it's just my input rather than yours, you know? So trying to figure out the logistics of that because the last thing I want to do is commit to like hosting a book club, like just one more thing that I need to do. But if it was a podcast, that'd be kind of fun. So if anyone has suggestions on how to do that, let me know because that would be good. I would love to read the book Find Your People by Janine Allen again um, in a group of people, specifically a group of women, because that book was super powerful to me, but I think that it'd be fun to read it with a group of like-minded women. So I figure if you're listening to the podcast, you're probably kind of similar to me, so that's cool. So maybe we should all start some sort of group. I don't know. Ideas, feedback are always welcome. Quote slash motto that I've been living by lately. Like really taking this to heart. Just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. I'm definitely going to do a whole episode on what to do when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed because lately I've been having many mornings where I wake up just totally feeling defeated and it's like come on really the day just started so I saw this quote on Pinterest and I was like you know what that's very true the things that you tell yourself become your reality so if you're waking up and you're saying things like today's gonna suck I look horrible today my breakfast was shitty my coffee tastes bad like all of these negative things, it's just like a giant domino effect. You're just sending all these negative vibes to yourself and the day hasn't even begun yet. So shift that mindset. And even if maybe you don't feel super confident in the morning, look in the mirror and give yourself a compliment. Even if you don't believe it, eventually you'll start to. If your breakfast didn't taste as good as you wanted it to, maybe you grab a bagel on your way to work. I don't know, just find little ways to improve your day. Um, just starting by one small positive thought. So it's a domino of positives rather than a domino of negatives. I could totally go into this topic, would love to elaborate on that. We don't have time for that today, but I just wanted to kind of plant that seed in your head that your day doesn't have to suck. And it starts with the things that you tell yourself when you first wake up in the morning. Let's go ahead and get into this week's topic which is the Sunday scaries. If you know me, you know that I hate the term Sunday scaries. It is just cringy to me. There are so many things that do not give me the ick that totally should, but Sunday scaries gives me the ick. And I don't even like saying the whole ick thing. I think that the ick thing gives me the ick, but it's just a term that we all know what it means. That was totally confusing, probably. Um, long story short, feeling shitty on Sunday because you're anxious, worried, stressed about the week ahead is a feeling that I think a lot of people know all too well. If you spend your entire Sunday stressing about the week ahead when you're supposed to be relaxing, you're definitely not going to have a stress-free week because you're already going into the week really feeling overwhelmed. 
So I've kind of come up with a couple things that I like to do to kind of mitigate this pre-Monday anxiety and worry and stress and to allow myself to have a super chill Sunday, but also set myself up for a productive week. So this first point might require a little bit of prep work. So you might want to grab your journal and a pen, and I'm going to ask you two questions about your mindset going into the week ahead. First question is, why are you worried about the week ahead? And second question is, what is going on that has you feeling so anxious, worried, stressed, fill in the blank there? I would recommend that you answer those because in my opinion, defining the purpose behind why something's happening is a way to potentially get to the solution of the problem when you get to the root of it, right? So once you crack down on why you're worried about the week ahead and why you're feeling so anxious about it or what exactly is making you feel anxious, stressed, nervous, whatever, the problem's going to be a lot easier to solve. This might be a really complex answer though, so take some time with it, sit down, answer these questions, maybe put on some like peaceful meditation music, there's a playlist on Spotify called Peaceful Meditation that I love. Maybe turn like your red lamp on. I don't know. Just, just take some time, answer these questions, really get micro with your reasoning, and you'll probably surprise yourself. Your answers will probably surprise you. I know that Sunday is a rest day, and it totally should be a rest and self-care day, but one thing that is a huge stress reliever for so, so many people is working out. You don't have to do like the hardest workout of your life if that's not really how you want to roll on Sundays, but doing something even as simple as going for a walk could totally help to mitigate any stressful feeling that you have. I recommend making sure that you don't overbook your Sundays. Obviously, it's super fun to have fun with friends. I think Sundays in the summertime are personally a bit more busy for me. It's family day, we like to go out on the boat, etc. But oftentimes that is an all-day event and it can become stressful when you know that maybe there are some things that you have to do to prep for for the week ahead. I would recommend a not overbooking your Sunday or at least giving yourself like a couple hours to come home, shower, make a nice dinner, whatever. Or B, do something that I like to call the midweek reset. A lot of us, me included, I, I say us because I'm guilty of this as well, will leave all of our chores, our meal prepping, the grocery shopping, washing the sheets, doing the laundry, all that shit gets left to Sunday. When Sunday should be your fun day, should be your self-care day, your relaxing day, your family day, whatever you want it to be. But quickly, it turns into the getting your shit together kind of day. And then this is when we start to get into the hamster wheel, right? It's like, okay, now it's Monday, we wait for Friday, and then Friday, Saturday, we have so much fun. And then Sunday, we get our shit together, and then Monday, we do it all over again. Avoid the hamster wheel, okay? by doing a midweek reset. So maybe it's on Thursday, maybe it's Friday when you get home from work before you go out and just take some time to do a couple loads of laundry, wash your sheets, go to the grocery store. You could also stack these things throughout the week so they're not piled up to Sunday. Maybe Monday evening is your grocery store day and then maybe you cook dinner Monday night and then maybe that dinner lasts you until Wednesday because you eat leftovers for lunch and dinner and then maybe on Wednesday you cook another dinner and you wash your sheets 
and then maybe you also vacuum the floor while you're at it. All of these little chores are just dependent on who you are as a person, who you live with, the things that are on your calendar, etc. If you have kids, dogs, whatever, vacuuming, totally personal. I vacuum a couple times a week just because we have a rug that sheds. I cannot imagine having a dog that sheds. So depending on how you live your life, your standard of cleanliness, all of these things are going to change throughout the week and even probably throughout the seasons as well too. So adapt this schedule as you need it. But if it's a weekly chore, it doesn't have to be left to Sunday. Also make sure that those daily chores don't pile up as well. So this is like dishes, wiping down the kitchen counter after you cook something, cleaning the bathroom, that kind of stuff you can do kind of as you go. I like to clean as I go personally. So now that you've kind of done all of these little chores throughout the week, maybe there's like one or two things that you have to do on Sunday. Sometimes it's nice to have a full-fledged Sunday reset, don't get me wrong, but you don't have to do that. So because you've freed up so much time, you can actually chill and enjoy your day with your family, relax, take care of yourself. Something that my dad recommended to me before I took this nine to five job, well, I guess just a piece of like work advice that he gave to me, I guess as he was sending me off on my way, he told me to write down everything that I have going on on Monday before I leave on Friday. And then it's crazy because my boss actually told me to do the same thing. My first week of work, she's like, make sure that you make your Monday list on Friday. That way when you come in, you can be, you can just get right to it. You don't have to stress all weekend. You know exactly what's, what has to happen when you get here on Monday. And that has been such a key component of mitigating any Sunday, Monday anxiety because I know going into the office what is going on on Monday. I also recommend making your Monday chill, okay? There is no reason for a 9 a.m. Monday meeting. Absolutely no reason. There's no reason for a Monday morning meeting at all. Granted, this depends on your fields, the type of job that you work in. I saw something on TikTok the other day and it was like, we work in PR, not the ER. There's no such thing as like a marketing emergency. We work in PR, not the ER. I thought that that was really funny. Granted, I work really hard and the things that I do are important. It's just, it just does not require a Monday morning meeting. If your job does, I'm sorry. That's just the nature of the thing. Just remember that every Sunday is allowed to look different. You don't have to have a full-fledged Sunday reset routine every single week. It doesn't have to look aesthetically pleasing. It doesn't have to look like everybody's TikToks. You are allowed to go have fun on Sunday. It doesn't have to be a productive Sunday in my life. I remember when these YouTube videos were going around and everybody was about being busy and being productive and hustle culture and this, that, and the other thing. And The reason people burn out, the reason why there is so much anxiety and stress in this country is because we are workaholics and Saturday and Sunday should be your rest days. So when you are given time to rest, take it. There's no shame in taking rest. It's actually encouraged and probably should be required. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. It was short, it was sweet, to the point. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, leave a rate, leave a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. I love you guys lots, and I will chat with you next Thursday.